welcome to the Heart of England Speakers Club podcast. My name is Pierre and I'm your host. Please come join our Toastmasters Club every first and third Tuesday of the month currently online. For all details, please go to heartspeakers.org.uk. It is season two of our podcast. The new Toastmasters year just started July 1st. Congrats to Abby and her new committee, and I'm sure they'll do a great jobs this year. So welcome everyone to season two. If you're a listener coming in from LinkedIn, welcome to you. In this podcast, I usually have a guest, and with that guest, we discuss public speaking in general. This time, I do not have a guest. It'll be a little different. As I shared on LinkedIn, I've been made redundant a couple of days ago. That's okay. If you want guaranteed stability, the automotive business is really not a good field to be in. But that's okay. I still love it. So if you're in my situation and if you're looking for a job, at some point you'll have to interview. And I thought, well, let's let me brush up on my own interviewing skills and maybe we can share with everyone some tips of the trade that I found myself and let's mix that with some public speaking as well. And from a Toastmasters point of view, the interview is in my opinion, the ultimate table topic. What's a table topic? When you do a a Toastmasters meeting, you usually have people who give prepared speeches and then you have evaluation of those speeches. After that, you have what's called a table topic master. The table topic master asks questions to the members and only he or she knows what the topic is going to be. When I did that role, I asked people about cars, I asked people about Legos. It could be really anything and everything. But here, the table topic is the interview. So you know the topic and what it's going to be. So you can use that to your advantage. And to help us in this endeavor, I'm going to reference a book that I found really helpful, which is called The Perfect Interview by Max Eggert, E-G-G-E-R-T. He said, chief psychologist with TransCareer, an international management psychology consultancy. He's been featured in uh, lots of medias uh, all over Australia and Europe. And he's the author of that book. And very interestingly, Max is also an Anglican high priest. That makes Max a very interesting character. So we're going to talk about a few points. First, the basics. Then we're going to talk about the three super questions. Then we're going to talk about the things you learn in Toastmasters, but that you can learn how to do on your own. And finally, what's the biggest tip I can give you when it comes to an interview? Okay, everybody ready? Good. The basics. The basics are you did your homework. You know the company, you know the history, you know what they're doing. And the first thing you need to do is to get out of your head is the self-defeat. Max calls it banish the wooden legs. I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm a girl, I'm a guy. Forget it. Leave that everything behind. Get in there and go get it. Hopefully you have preconditioned your interviewer. That means that you gave a good resume, you proofread it, and good grammar. When you come in, hopefully you will come in in person. You actually will shake hands, give a nice, firm 
handshake not to don't crush his or her fingers but nice and firm there's always the way to make a good first impression also use a career statement by yourself what's called the elevator pitch what's your 30 word statement you are a 10-year veteran of the gizmo sales industry with tons of millions of pounds in sales in the gizmo industry good also you want to check the buzz what is trending in your industry what's the latest rage in the gizmo industry where is that gonna go what are the latest buzzwords think positive and be affirmative there's a famous quote by henry ford that says if you think you are or you are not you are right if you think you're up for a task fine if you think you're not up for the task also fine but it will also go against you in the interview because the thoughts are powerful and thoughts go into action so make sure you are you have a positive affirmation by yourself and then the really basics you are well dressed you have a nice suit you have a good you know a nice work dress uh, if you're on zoom make sure you wear pants on don't be like jeffrey tubin i let you google that on your spare time you look the part in other words you got there on time or you're in your zoom room on time or you're in your teams on time you're there on time and then also some obvious things not to do you're not drunk you're not high you do not smell like a cuban cigar you just smell just fine additional tip if you meet elon musk you do not wear a ton of perfume or cologne as reported in the press i met elon musk a few years ago and i forgot to ask him about that but that's another story all by itself now let's get to the three super questions question number one can you do the job and this line of questioning you will they will ask you about your experience your track record your achievements in other words what have you done how was it that the gizmo company this is your chance to get across as much information as you deem appropriate super question number two will you do the job how hard working are you how are you going to bring something positive in the way you approach the job this is also where you can shine you said i was flexible on project xyz we had to work a few weekends but in the end we gather a deadline how will you do the job the third super question is will you fit and i think the more senior you are the more important the fit becomes this shows you how you fit in the company's value system the company's value system is how the job gets done how power is managed how people relate to each other and this thing it's important to do your homework so you want to read about the company its literature its quarterly earnings call its yearly um, earnings and also what you want to do is you want to pick up from clues from the interviewer about how the company is run this is where this thing called active listening comes in really handy and we'll get to that in a moment now the things you learn through toastmasters or the thing you need to practice on your own if you're not a toastmaster and that's okay first of all obviously we all know what the topic is going to be going to be yourself then you need to talk to yourself because when you talk 
There are the very different muscles than the ones where you listen. You need to talk to yourself because you need to found, find out how you come across. For example, in my case, when I had to do a speech at Toastmasters, I actually rehearsed the speech in my car. I had about 20-30 minutes to work, and to kill time, I would just rehearse my speech in the car. And when you listen to yourself, it is really different than when you see yourself. I mean, when you listen to yourself, it is a very different experience than listen than hearing or feeling yourself think about the question. You need to listen to yourself and see how you come across. If you have your iPhone, record yourself and see how it goes. Also, maintain eye contact. In an interview setting one-on-one, -on -one, make sure you look at the interviewer in the eyes. If you're on Zoom, it's a little trickier, but you must make the effort to look in that pinhole camera when you speak. I think it's okay to look at your screen when you're not speaking, but when you speak, you want to make sure you look at the camera so that you look at the interviewers in the eyes. I know this is a little odd, but those are you know the times we live in. No hums and haws. At Toastmasters, there's actually a person who counts hums and haws. You know, you need to be comfortable with silence. You do not need to use filler words. Without further ado, in other words, no, you just need to be clear. You need to use distinct language. That means that you need to ban any type of tentative language. And that word be like Yoda. You do or you do not. There's no would've, could've, should've, hums, has, no. What you want to do is to be as clear and as articulate with the use of the language. And one thing that Max says, which I totally agree with, do not say anything until your brain is in gear. Make sure you absorb the question in its entirety. That means picking up on the cues the intonation of your interviewer before you start talking. Give yourself time to digest. And this brings up into what's called active listening. Definition from Indeed.com says active listening is a skill that involves you paying full attention to a speaker to thoroughly understand the message before responding appropriately. While practicing active listening, you focus on the thoughts, needs, feelings, and ideas of the speaker without distraction and without the intention of responding immediately. At Toastmasters, because we evaluate tons of speeches and the evaluators evaluate other evaluators, we practice active listening a lot. And I think this is probably a hugely underrated skill that you pick up when you practice public speaking if you haven't so make sure you listen intently to what the interviewer has to say and now that brings us down to the final tip so what's the biggest tip i can give you and this one actually really reframed for me how to get into an interview ready you do not answer questions you respond to them let me repeat that. You do not answer questions, you respond to them. What does that mean? 
it's easy to feel powerless in an interview because you're at the mercy of the interviewer, and that's true. However, you are in a driver's seat as to how you answer a question. You're 100% in control in the answers you give. In other words, even though you don't have control of the questions, you are in full control of the narrative. And to me, that tip just flipped the entire interview process in its head. I thought that was a really powerful way to look at the interview. Actually, because you are in charge of how it goes. And it's really important to respond to the question. You want to see an example? Okay. How long have you been, how long have you worked at the Gizmo Company? Oh, I worked at the Gizmo Company five years. That's before the aliens landed. You see what happened there? You lost control of the narrative. Because all of a sudden you said the aliens landed. Your interviewer now is probably completely off the rails about the interview. And instead of asking about you, they'll ask about what happened to the aliens, what's going on with the aliens. So it is really 100% important to respond to the questions. I mean, you can, you can have as long as an answer as you like, but make sure you're on point, okay? And of course, after an interview, don't forget to send a thank you email. Don't forget to thank your interviewer and anybody else who loved the interview. There are plenty of other books, uh, plenty, sorry, there are plenty of other tips in the book. Once again, it's called The Perfect Interview by Max Haggard. There's also a hundred of questions at the end of the book for you to practice. I really encourage you to read it. Uh, I don't make any money on me plugging in the book. I just thought it was a really powerful book. And that concludes our podcast, more or less. Hopefully you found this uh, little short podcast interesting and helpful. So I'd like to say good luck to all of you who are interviewing. If you did, please let me know in the comments or find me on LinkedIn or on my website. And the details are in the artwork. Once again, my name is Pierre. I'm the host of the Heart of England Speakers podcast. We meet on the first and third Tuesday of the month online. For all details, please go to our website, www.heartspeakers.org.uk. And until the next time, bye-bye.